Good morning, Eagles, and welcome back to another episode of Make a Move with Denise. I hope everyone is doing well. I got some good stuff for you this morning. So <clears throat> the question I'm posing today is, how do, we dr- how do we kill dream killers? And I know many of us, we are probably thinking like people, and people could be it too, but this morning I'm, t- I'm looking at it. I'm approaching it from another perspective. So what the Lord has shown me is that every time you make a move, you are weakening the spirit of death. And I never looked at it like this. This is this is fresh off the press. I've never looked at it like this. I, I just always thought the spirit of death was just like, you know, someone literally dying, you know, like, let me give you an example. If you look at somebody on like a cancer patient that is, that is on their deathbed or someone that has AIDS that is on their deathbed, you can literally see, you don't even have to have spiritualized. You can literally see the spirit of death on them. They look sick. They're weakened. Um, they're skinny. They look hungry. They just have this look of, they look pale. They just have this look of death. And also COVID patients that I've seen being a nurse, every one of them had this spirit that just looked the same. I don't care if you were black, white, purple, everybody look charcoal gray when they're about to die because they were losing oxygen. So the spirit is a, the spirit of death is a real thing. But this morning, I want to present it to you in a different way. So every time that you make a move, the spirit of death is weakened, right? So the spirit of death, let, let's think of it like this, like the spirit of death to your soul, the spirit of death to your purpose, the spirit of death to your body, right? Right. If you go back and you look at some people that do kingdom work, even 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 people that don't realize that they're actually doing kingdom work, you know, they're just they're just giving birth. They they have given birth to what God put in them. Whatever God put in them to give to this earth, they have already given birth and you can see in them there's a glow. You can see even even their monetary status changes. And so that reflects on the way they dress, the way they carry themselves. They look better. Their hair looks better. Their nails are done, whatever the case may be. But you can see it. It's tangible. You can see it. So I I want you to go back and look at maybe, maybe there's somebody you like to follow and go back or, or someone that, that you believe is in their per- purpose and Go back and look at them. Go back to their first video. Go back to when you first saw them and look at them now. Most of them, especially if it's God's purpose, God, I'm talking about God-given purpose. Look at them and you will actually see the glow, right? So they start to look younger. They start to look better. There are some, there are some, people that you could go that I I follow and you could go back and look at them and they absolutely look better. There's no doubt about it. The proof is in the pudding. 
right? You know, that's, you know why? Because the glory of the Lord has risen upon them. The more you plow, the more you plow, the brighter your light shines, right? The more you plow, the brighter your light shines. When you get into your purpose, right? Everything there is waiting for you. In fact, the Bible literally says that when you wait upon the Lord, right? I think it's in Isaiah. Isaiah, I'm going to put, I'm going to actually put the scriptures that I refer to from this episode in the description. But it says, um, in fact, I'm going to read it. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up with eagle as I'm sorry. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And I love that because many times um, people in purpose, you, you often say to yourself, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? It just seems like so much, but they're doing it because they waited upon the Lord. And his promises is that you shall run and you'll, you won't be wary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. That is a promise of the Lord. And the Lord, um, he likes to refer to us as eagles because we, part of us has the nature of an eagle, right? Um, and another thing, that spirit of death, the spirit of death period has to die. When you submit yourself to God, which is also biblical, I'll put up the scriptures, but if, if you submit yourself to God and resist the devil, he'll flee you. So the enemy doesn't want us to go into his whole job is to stop us from going into our God ordained purpose, our God ordained destiny. He does not want that. And he will try everything in his power to get you to not get there. Right. But the Lord continuously through the Bible refers to us as eagles. Right. In Psalms, I think it's 103. Right. It says, um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. You know what one of his benefits is in verse five? It says, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like an eagle. And I was like, wow, I looked at that and I'm like, Wow. So I went ahead and looked up, you know, how, how does a, a eagle renew, renew it, its strength, right? And I came across an article that talked about an eagle after 40 years. And many of you probably heard this before, but now you can actually put it together and make it make sense for you. And, and it, you can relate to, it can relate to you and we can see why God calls us eagles, right? And um, so it says after 40 years, if an eagle wants to live longer, he takes a trip across this mountain, right? And this mountain literally allows this eagle to have a rebirth, right? It's almost like, and then I also looked up what renew your strength means for eagles. So there was an article that said that it literally means to exchange your strength, 
right? The, the article says the word is a technical way and can mean exchange for something better, right? And for us, for us that, you know, we believe in God, we're exchanging our ideas for his, which is what we were put here to do in the first place. And I guarantee you, um, family, that you are going to love whatever God sends you to do. In fact, you probably already love it, but you just haven't taken the time to sit down and, and chop it up and see, you know, is it really for you? Or maybe you're on the fence or maybe you don't know, but when you, when you renew your mind, Take your time and renew your mind. In other words, change what you thought. Change what you thought that, oh, you know, it's impossible. I can't do it. Family, the Bible says right here, right? That if you follow the Lord, I'm telling you, there's so many good things in there. Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. There are so many benefits in the word of God, right? And as you continuously hear about these good things that's available for you, um, and you tap into it, you'll be able to actually benefit from it. You know, it's like being on a cruise ship and not knowing that it's all inclusive. You, you don't know the fine print. You don't know all the things that's inclusive. It's like being on a cruise ship. For those of you that have been on cruises, the food is included. But it's like you walking around trying to figure out, um, oh, what am I going to eat today? How much it is? And they're telling you, ma'am, sir, this is all included. It's all inclusive. The benefits are plenty in the kingdom of God, especially when you're in his will, especially when you're in his will. And that sounds kind of, you know, when, when we say that it sounds kind of boring to people that you know, they make it sound like it's so boring. Believe me, it's a lie. It's a lie from the devil. Being in your will is not boring. It is not boring. Doing the things of God, it is not boring. In fact, there are plenty of rewards that come with it. Plenty of rewards that come with it. But if you do not make that move to find out and go a little deeper, you'll never know. You'll never know. And, and, you want to know, God wants you to know, right? So just like that eagle renews their strength and has a rebirth, we need to do the same. We need to do the, we need to do the same, same. We need to have a rebirth. We need to start the process of renewing our minds. And at every step that you make, that spirit of death dies. He dies. He has to leave. He has to leave. You know why he has to leave? Because the Bible also says to resist, to, to resist the devil, you must first submit yourself to God, right? And when you, res when you submit yourself to God first, meaning like, okay, Lord, you want me to do this. Let me do this. The devil, you automatically resist the devil, and he must flee from you, him and that spirit of death, because those spirits come from him. They must leave you. And slowly, you don't even have to talk to it. Get out, come out. Uh, -uh. As long as you submit yourself to God as promised and resist the devil by doing what God says, 
just being obedient. That spirit must leave. It must leave. And you'll start to see the fruit. You'll start to bear fruit on your tree that people can pick off, the world can pick off of and eat that good fruit. Right? You know, think about, think about, there's a story about um, the guy that made Google. And I don't know it verbatim, but this guy, his professor laughed at him when he came up with the idea for Google. You know, his professor was a dream killer. And many of us have dream killers around us. And I want to say to that, come up from amongst them. Eagles don't run with pigeons, right? Eagles do not run their ideas past pigeons to see if pigeons are scared, chickens are scared. So when you run your idea past a pigeon who is scared, they're never gonna, they're never gonna see your vision. Sometimes you need to just build in silence, right? Also come up from amongst amongst satisfied people. I heard that this weekend and it just made so much sense. You must come up from among satisfied people because you are who you hang out with. And after a while, that person starts to pull on that dream that you have. Excuse me. And you don't have a desire for better because you're just constantly amount amongst satisfied people. Put yourself amongst hungry people. If you don't know anybody hungry, look up people. Look up motivational speakers, people that have made it, people are that, that, that are where you want to be and fill yourself with it. Take an overdose on it. Anyway, the young man that came up with Google, his professor laughed at him and, but he still held, he still held on to that idea. He, he told him his idea about this, having this engine that, um, you know, anybody could type up anything and, you know, They'll come up with any information that they wanted. And this was a dream that God put in him. Whether he believes in God or not, I don't know. But the point is that he walked out his purpose. He delivered his purpose to the world. And today, everybody uses Google. I don't even know where we would be without Google, right? And I bet you that professor, if he's still alive, is probably saying, wow, but if that young man would have allowed, allowed that professor to be the dream killer in his life and, and just machine gun that dream, where would we you be? Google would never be here. The world was waiting on Google. So with that being said, I just want to say the world is waiting on whatever you have. The All of earth is waiting for you to manifest what God has put in you. Right? And he will help you. He will help you. Right? Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths like eagles. Just remember that. Anyway, eagles, until next time, be blessed and be well. I hope this message will be a blessing to each and every person that will hear it now and in the future. Take care until next time.